Welcome back to another episode of the Marty and Mandate. I'm your host, Alex Marty, and here alongside me is my co-host, John Fitch. John, how are we doing this week, buddy? Doing great. we got a great episode on tap today, so looking yeah, forward to we're, it. Yeah, uh, we're doing a special bracketology breakdown. We're going to go through the whole shebang, the big dance, and uh, give your picks and uh, analysis, and uh, let's let's kick it off right, John. Let's yeah. see. Where do we want Where do we want to start with this one? There's a lot of things we got to cover. Yeah, there's a lot to cover. Let's, uh, let's kick it off with those top eight teams. Um, Sounds good. Not not a surprise a, a whole lot as far as the top four goes. As uh, going into the conference tourneys, it was pretty pretty set in stone. Uh, Virginia's the number one overall seed, easily the best team um, in the country this year, and they were started unranked. Did you know that? Started yeah. unranked. Yeah. So you know they fought hard. They're 20, 27 and two, twenty eight and two going into the tournament. That's incredible. Um, yeah. I mean, phenomenal. Just a, and, and they made it to their conference championship too. In yeah. their uh, in won their the tournament. conference championship. What? They won the conference yeah, championship. They yeah. Did. <laughs> one loss, one loss throughout the entire season in the ACC, probably the toughest conference in basketball. So yeah, easily the number one overall seed, um, and uh, in a tough, in a pretty tough region. But we'll see how that plays out. Um, the next number one is Villanova. Um, not yep. really surprised. They did not win the um, regular season conference title in the Big East, but they definitely um, played well enough throughout the entire season to to. They're worthy of that. Yeah. yeah, they're absolutely worthy yeah. of that. Exactly, and they they ended up winning the Big East tournament. Um, so I mean they've played great great basketball all year. Um, they have an easy draw so far out of in their uh, in the west in the east region. Um, so you know we'll see. They they should be they should be the team um, to that has a kind of a guarantee to make a final four um, if you're going to guarantee any one seed. Uh, and I then, don't guarantee anyone. Uh, you don't guarantee <laughs> anybody, but they have the best chance. I feel like I'm um, taking a sneak peek at, at your bracket. You have uh, Villanova. Um, making a run, and then you know maybe some surprises happen. So. I yeah, I've got a, I've got a few surprises. On yeah, there. yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's what the tournament's for. Some surprises. No. Um, the next number one is Kansas. Um, really, really a team that struggled um, struggled in January, um, but really found their stride in February and March. Yeah. Won the Big Twelve tournament. Um, you know, the best team in the Big Twelve for fourteen years running. So some questionable calls in some games yeah, to uh, yeah. lead them there. But yeah, you but, know, at the end you know, of the day, they're a good team. Yeah, they led by a. Um, what's his name? Malik Newman and um, Devonte Graham, two great backcourt, uh, a great backcourt duo. Um, so I won't be surprised if we see them come out of their region. But you know they play in the Midwest region. That's easily the toughest region um, out there. So, and then the, the remaining the remaining one seed is Xavier, um, probably the weakest one seed. Um, have some tough matchups come Sweet 16, um, Elite Eight. Um, so definitely, if they, they'll, they'll run a gauntlet if they get to the Final Four for sure. Um, but then we hop back over to uh, Virginia's region in the South, uh, and the number two seed is Cincinnati. Probably a dark horse team. Not many people have watched Cincinnati this year just because they play in the American 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 Athletic Conference regular season and um, tournament champions. Yeah. Um, led by uh, a player by the name of oh I lost his name Gary Clark. Gary Clark was the both the player of the year and the American. And the defensive player of the year. So he's a kind of yeah. a do-it-all kind of guy. With good reason. <laughs> yeah, do-it-all do kind of guy. Um, they'll be a team to reckon with uh, come tournament time. Um, Absolutely. The next number two seed, a team that's kind of fallen off, they haven't played for a couple weeks now, is Purdue. Um, and they, they have a pretty tough uh, second-round matchup with our hometown Hogs if uh, both teams make it there. Um, yeah. We'll see how they play out. You know, they're led by four seniors and a sophomore in their starting lineup, so they're experienced. Yep. Um, we'll see how that experience takes them uh, throughout the tourney, though. Um, the number two seed in the Midwest region is Duke. 
Um, yeah, and I, you know, and I have a problem with this. I got to be honest with you. Why is that? Just looking at it, because you know, I I see Michigan State up there. They're in that same, you know, they're in that same region, mm-hmm. and I really feel that they should have been the number two seed in that one well, over Duke. You know, I I personally feel like Michigan State should have been the number two seed where Purdue is. Um, Michigan State won the regular season, um, Big Ten, won the Big Ten regular season. Didn't didn't win the Big Twelve or Big Ten title um, in the tournament, but. Um, I think they've had a better year. They've never hadn't lost three games in a row where Purdue did. Yeah. Um, and you know, Michigan State has the talent to be that two seed. Um, so I feel like you know they're a little bit underseeded. But you're right. Um, that the Midwest is going to be tough, and you know you can flip flop Duke and Michigan State, and it, it won't really matter. I think that's the toughest region. Yeah. I mean, it's you just you look you look region. at that, and you look at the teams that are in there, yeah. and that's insanity. That's a gauntlet. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that one right I, there. I think. I think with Coach K's experience, and then you have Grayson Allen, who mm-hmm. you know who's been to the national championship, been the, the player of the year, or the player of the the most outstanding player in the tournament, yeah, um, because of his um, national championship game uh, four years ago. Um, yeah. So we'll uh, we'll see how they go um, in this tournament, and then uh, lastly, you got Duke's arch rival across the bracket as the two seed, North uh, Carolina, yeah, North Carolina in the, the, in the West. Yeah, those Tar Heels are. 25 and 10, easily the most losses out of you know the the top two um, tiers of teams. So um, you know they, I feel like they might be a little overseeded. I don't know how a, the six seed in the ACC tournament can translate to the two seed in the NCAA tournament. Well, you know, I, I think it's I think it's all about the showing at the end where they ended up playing Virginia in their you know conference tournament, and it was a good it was a good game. Yeah, yeah, and they so. played them close. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. They have they have a relatively um, tough bracket as well. I really don't like their second round matchup with Texas A and M, um, but we'll see. Whoa, 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 whoa. hold yeah. on, hold on there. <laughs> they got to go through PC first. Okay. You're right. So and that will not be an easy game for Texas A. It won't be, but at the same time, Texas A and M is, you know, when they're playing their best, they're easily a top five team in the country. They have that talent. Yeah. So but, you know, we'll uh, see the tournament. The top eight seeds look. Um, look, um, the majority of them have been there. Xavier's this is their, this is their first run as a number one seed. Um, yeah. Never been to a Final Four. Um, could this be the year? You never know. It's tournament time. It's the dance. So, yeah, let's uh, let's break down the bracket. And we can uh, we can get rolling. So, starting off with the South, um, you know, let's, let's let's just you know cut through all the seeds and whatnot, and then we can uh, we can break it down. So we have Virginia plays um, UMBC and in, uh, in the one sixteen game. We have Creighton, Kansas State in the eight nine. Kentucky Davidson in the 5-12, Arizona Buffalo in the 4-13. So out of those four games, um, who do you think has the best chance to, you know, make a run to um, both the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight? Oh, it's Virginia. You think without, it's Virginia? W- without question, I'm, I'm taking Virginia in there. I think their toughest game will be when I have them going to the Sweet 16 and playing Arizona, and okay. that will be a challenge. But I still think Virginia will be able to edge them out. Yeah, and I, I would say the same thing. I think Kentucky and Arizona is a dream uh, second-round matchup. Um, I would say you know Arizona and Virginia are probably the two teams to beat out of those uh, out of those eight. Um, so you know we'll probably see a Sweet 16 matchup between Virginia and Arizona, but I'll give you a little bit sneak peek of what I have later on. So um, and then you go to the bottom eight teams in the in the bracket. You have uh, Miami versus Loyola Chicago in the in the 6-11 matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, 11-6 matchup is always a, an upset special. Um, Tennessee and Wright State in the 3-14. Nevada Texas in the 7-10, and then Cincinnati Georgia State in the 215. And Georgia State's been there before. Uh, Ron Hunter, Coach Ron Hunter, him and his son, yeah. um, you know, beat upset Baylor in the 314 matchup a couple years ago. So um, we'll see how that plays out. Um, Cincinnati's 
very talented. I watched them yeah. today against uh, against Houston today. I don't um, think that'll be a cakewalk by any means, no, but no, I do no. expect Cincinnati to pull out yeah. that first round and continue on from I, there. I agree. So th- those are the matchups in the in the South. I think um, this is probably one of the easier easier. So. Uh, you know, one of the two of the four easiest regions well, I, and for I, Virginia. Yeah, and I think it, and I think it's that way because you don't have to play. You know, if you're Virginia, you don't really have to play a real opponent per se, like you know, or a tough opponent until possibly the Sweet 16 when you go up against Arizona. Yeah, I agree. So, I agree. And I think that gives them a really easy chance to get there. And you know, even Cincinnati won't have as difficult of a road. I feel when they're you know if they get there that first round. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And what what do you think would be your favorite your favorite matchup out of these uh, these sixteen teams? The potential matchup, or um, you know, your favorite matchup in the round? I one? you know, I, I think it's really uh, when you get that Virginia Arizona game. I think that's going to be the most fun one to see, honestly. You think uh, so? in, in this region, if if both of them get there once again, but I have Virginia playing Arizona and Virginia going on. Past yeah, them. yeah, I like I like that. I like um. I really like Texas Cincinnati. Um, I know you hate Texas, but uh, I want to see Mo Bamba do something. Um, he's a freshman to watch uh, in this tournament. Um, I think I think I like the potential of a Cincinnati Tennessee um, Sweet 16 matchup. Tennessee is one of the best offensive teams um, in the country, especially as of late. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when they're hot, they're really hot. We watched it firsthand on Saturday. Yeah, um, we did. And Cincinnati is <laughs> easily one of the best defensive teams in the country. Um, held Houston, who's you know one of the top scoring teams in the country, to 55 today. Um, so that was know. insane. And then you know, if you have a potential Elite Eight matchup with Virginia and Cincinnati, two of the best defensive teams in the country, um, it could easily be a slugfest in the oh. in the forties and fifties. Well, so. what do you know? I've uh, I've got that happening in my bracket. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, <laughs> the South South looks looks good. Um, potential upset, I guess. You know, you always look at the five twelve matchup as the place to look at upsets. Yeah. I don't see the Davidson Wildcats beating Kentucky uh, in the Battle of the Wildcats. But, well, um, well. <laughs> I think, I think in, in my opinion, I think the biggest upset in this bracket would be, you know, Texas, Nevada, maybe, um, if you call that an upset. I don't call it an upset. I wouldn't call it an upset either. <laughs> but, yeah, um, so that's, that's, that's the South. Um, it, looks, it looks fun. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll see how that plays out for sure. I, I do want to see how Virginia does. They haven't been to the Final Four in a while. Um, so, yeah. you know. And, and some, you know, a lot of this, too, is when you get to the tournament, a big factor here, you, you can't, you know, discourage the factor of experience for the players that have been there before exactly there are a lot of these little like smaller teams that they're going to get starstruck i think we've Mm -hmm. seen it happen before with teams when they're playing on a bigger stage when they haven't been there before and you know there's um there are a lot of these upper echelon teams like arizona's virginia north carolina they've got players with a lot of experience playing in the big dance and that's gonna that's why i think you honestly see them continue to go on you know once you keep getting these players in here that have the experience and they know what they're doing exactly and oh, how yeah. to handle the pressure that's huge so. yeah yeah and i think i think that'll be that'll play a big factor um but yeah let's transition on over to the east Woo-hoo. Um, we have we have villanova <laughs> playing um one of the playing games um and it's radford and uh who's the other team that's uh radford and liu liu yeah and then on uh, the 8-9 matchup we got virginia tech the only acc team in the east region which is shocking to me. Yep. Um, and then, unless unless I'm mistaken, and there's somebody that's a lower seed, but I know they're the highest seeded ACC team in the East, so you know they might be the only one. I think they um, are the only one looking at this. Yeah, Virginia Tech is an eight, and then Alabama snuck in on the bubble. Um, they had two two big wins in the in the SEC tournament over A and M, um, who's also in this tournament, and Auburn, who is the four the highest seed one of the the second highest seeded 
um, SEC team in the in the dance. So mm -hmm. um, they snuck in. Then you have West Virginia and Murray State. You know that could be an upset special. Oh well, maybe. Well, West Virginia is great. West Virginia is great in their own right. Um, Bob Huggins knows how to knows how to coach his kids. Javon Carter is really good. Um, but they're fast. The, yeah, Murray State, Murray State, the Racers. Um, you know they're pretty good, and um, they might be. I feel like they they got a chance. They're going to play with a chip on their shoulder for sure. Yeah. And five twelve matchups always dangerous. Uh, and then we move down a bracket, or uh, we move down a game. Uh, we have Wichita State and Marshall. Greg Marshall, head coach of Wichita State, the playing shockers. Marshall. Yeah, the Shockers. Um, that'll be a fun matchup for sure. Um, it'll be a really fun second-round matchup with West Virginia and Wichita State if they both get there. Um, moving down, we have Florida and the winner of St. Bonaventure and UCLA. Yeah, what do you what do you think of that one? Because that's obviously the St. Bonaventure and UCLA. You got uh, a favorite in that one? Um, I Does it right matter? Now, I, I would say I would say just UCLA, just based on the based on the experience factor, based on yeah. them playing in the Pac-12 as opposed to being a mid-major team. Um, but you know, you never know in that tournament, uh, and you never know in those playing games too, especially if you're only getting two or three days to prepare. So, um, yeah. and then you're gonna have to turn right back around and uh, play Florida. And you know, I don't think uh, I don't think anybody really wants to play Florida right now, except for maybe Arkansas. Yeah. You know, Florida Florida I mean, yeah. played a Florida played a, a great end of their schedule. Um, kind of flopped in the SEC tournament, but uh, you know they're they're going to be a team to reckon with in this tournament for sure. Um, and you move back down. Uh, we have Texas Tech and SFA. Stephen F. Austin. Um, battle for Texas. Battle for Texas <laughs> and Dallas. Yeah. Um, That's going to be a packed house. It'll be a packed house. Apparently, I think there are four uh, four main contributors on Texas Tech. Four seniors that are from Dallas. Um, wow. So they'll be it'll be it'll be a homecoming for sure. Um, and Texas Tech's going to be a team to team to beat. They're they're good. Yes. Um, and then we move down. We got our hometown, hometown uh, heroes, the Arkansas Hawks. Razorbacks, uh, playing the Butler Bulldogs. Um, this isn't a Butler Bulldogs team of old. It's not a Gordon Hayward led team by any means. They shoot the three ball well, which I'm a little worried about. But the Hogs, um, the Hogs are really talented, um, and you know they're more talented than Butler. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Hogs can run away with this one. Uh, and then you have the 215 matchup with Purdue and Cal State Fullerton. Um, Purdue kind of struggled late in the season, ended up uh, coming in second in the Big Ten tournament. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, the Arkansas Arkansas might be favored in that second round matchup. Honestly, they they match up really well with Purdue. So um, we'll see how that plays out for sure. Yep, definitely. I would say you know if we're looking at this one, probably if I had to, pay, I mean I I've got. I've actually got West Virginia and Texas Tech going very far. You have West Virginia and Texas Tech? Yeah, I, I've got them in the Elite A as West Virginia and Texas Tech in a rematch. See, I've got West Virginia winning going on. Huh, okay. See, I have a, I'm, I'm a Villanova guy um, in, this, in this region, I think. I think they have sure. the easiest run out of any one seed, like I said, to make it to um, the Final Four. Well, my, my thing is, too, I mean, that's, I've got them playing each other, Villanova and West Virginia in the Sweet 16, mm -hmm. with West Virginia coming out on top of that one. Yeah. Um, I do have, uh, for all the Arkansas fans that are listening, I do have them advancing and beating Purdue and finally getting back to a Sweet 16. It's been a while. But then, unfortunately, losing to Texas Tech against an old Southwest Conference rival. Yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be interesting. I think this bracket, um, I think one of the matchups I want to watch is potentially West Virginia and Wichita State. Uh, I want to see yeah. how Greg Marshall um, prepares for Press Virginia. Um, I want to see Colin Sexton go against Jalen Brunson at Villanova in the second round. Um, and then I want to see how the Hogs do against Purdue. I think uh, 
I think uh, Arkansas does match up well. I think um, Macon and Barford make it hard to match up, especially with it when you have a two guard combo that scores thirty five points a game combined. Yeah, um, you're going to be in you're going to be in good shape, and I think it'll be tough to, to slow them down. Um, and then preparing for them on a day on a day's rest um, is also difficult. So absolutely, and I and I agree with your thought process there, and like you know the the fun factor for the West Virginia and the Wichita State potential matchup. I think looking at all of, at least for all the picks I have in the second round, you know, um, I think that might be one of the more fun games in oh, that yeah. round in total if that happens. I think up-tempo teams, you look at West Virginia, you look at Arkansas, you look at Clemson, um, teams that, that really like to run the floor and make it hard for, for um, their opposing teams to keep up. Uh, if they can get past the first round, um, they're going to be a tough team to beat in the second. You know, you look at look at Arkansas, North Carolina last year. North Carolina was on the ropes till the last three and a half minutes. Yep. It's tough to match up with teams that like to run and gun because, you know, you're sitting only on a day's rest. Um, you don't have that much time to prepare. You can't watch that much film. Yep. Um, and you just got to go out and play basketball at that point. Um, and so, you know, teams like West Virginia and Arkansas really do, and Clemson, they really do have, you know, sort of advantage in um, the way they play. Absolutely. And now – you know, with that said, we'll we'll move down to the Midwest, which, in my opinion, is the most loaded. It is so loaded. of the regions. I mean, it, it's insane. It'll be fun. It'll be fun for it's sure. Gonna, you know, there are going to be a lot of great games. Yes, I just, yeah. Like I, I'm I'm sitting there. We're, we were watching the you know the selection show before we came and did this, and we're sitting there going, "Holy crap! I can't believe that they put that many big name I know, teams I know. in that region." I know. It's yeah. It's I mean, insane. spread the wealth. Yeah. Let's let's <laughs> let's go down the list. We got Kansas Penn in the 116. Seton Hall, NC State in the 8-9. Clemson and New Mexico State. Now, that's an upset watch. New Mexico State's good. Aggies. Those Aggies in, at New, in New Mexico, yeah. Uh, and then you have Auburn and the College of Charleston in the 4-13. TCU plays the winner of Arizona State and Syracuse. Now, Arizona State was one of the last teams undefeated in the, in the country, and they have not played well since. Syracuse barely sneaks in, and we'll talk about the bubble teams in just a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then you have Michigan State and Bucknell in the 3-14. Um, and then Rhode Island and Oklahoma. Rhode, your hometown, your home, your home state school. Yep. Um, well, one of them that's in this them, tournament. One of them in the tournament. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have many more than you do. Just saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, Texas. That's fine. But yeah, so you have Rhode Island and Oklahoma in the seven ten. Which um, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna stop you right there because Oklahoma, I feel in my strongest and most humblest opinion, does not deserve to oh, be. Oh, I here. agree completely. Um, and we'll talk about that in just a second. Uh, and then you have Duke and Iona in the 215, and you never know. You never like Duke in a two as a two seed. They either are really good or they choke. Um, yeah. So we'll we'll see how that plays out for sure. Um, I feel so, bad. Some matchups that some potential <laughs> matchups that I like. You know, you could see Duke Michigan State in the Sweet 16. Yeah. You could see a Kansas and Auburn or Kansas and Clemson in the Sweet 16. Clemson Auburn would be fun to watch in the. Uh, in the second round, TCU and Michigan State. TCU's played well this year. Yeah. Um, they've played well above expectations. And then I really do like um, Kansas and Seton Hall in the, in the in the second round as well. That will be that. Seton Hall is a better team than a lot of people give them credit for. Oh, yeah. Um, Seton Hall was Arkansas beat Seton Hall last year in the tournament, didn't they? Yes, they yeah, did. Yeah, in the first, led uh, by, uh, first round. Yeah, Angel Delgado, he's a mm-hmm. stud. Um, you know, he's a, he poses a matchup problem for Kansas. So um, we'll see how it goes for sure. Um, but yeah. I, I, that's that'll be a fun region to watch. Uh, I don't care who I don't care who comes out of it because um, that's there's going to be some good basketball in that region for oh, sure. Oh, that's yeah. I'm excited for that. Those games I think the most out of any different section aside oh, yeah. from the Hogs, of Ex- course. Aside from know. the Hogs, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but we can let me let me look at what notes I have on on the Midwest. Yeah, it's easily the toughest. Um, I think 
you look at the top four seeds, you have KU, Duke, Michigan State, and then Auburn. Auburn. Well, there seems like there's a team that doesn't belong in those in that in that form. Yeah, and I think we know which one it is. It's our <laughs> it's our brethren from the SEC in there, and that's definitely Auburn because I think while I expect them to get past Charleston and New Mexico State, if they end up having to play Kansas, they're going to get crushed. I really think they're going to get crushed if they have to yeah. play Kansas. Yeah. I, I just don't. I couldn't see them winning that, and I mean they. Who knows? They might. New Mexico State might even give them a challenge in that second round if they get there. Yeah, Kansas's backcourt is easily one of the deepest and best in the country. Um, and you know how Auburn plays; they they like to they like to shoot the three and you know go back on defense and run a little bit. Oh yeah. Um, I think Kansas matches up perfectly with Auburn, and it would be it would be an onslaught for sure. Um, yeah, looking looking transitioning on over to the West. Um, final section. The final section. And, you know, Xavier's easily the weakest, quote-unquote weakest, number one seed because they're still a phenomenal basketball team. Yeah. Um, but they play the winner of North Carolina Central and Texas Southern. Both have losing records, I'm pretty sure, um, going into this tournament. So yep. Texas Southern is kind of a powerhouse in their own conference. They went 12-6. and six. I think they've, this is like their third straight um, tournament. But you know they're twelve and twenty-four on the or fourteen and twenty-four on the year. Yeah. Or 14, overall. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> they're uh, they're not very good. Um, and then no. you, I think they had I think they started zero and thirteen this year. Um, so that's the one sixteen matchup. You got Mizzou and Michael Porter Jr. Um, and against Florida State in the eight nine. Um, Ohio State in the five twelve with South Dakota State. I don't like that matchup for Ohio State. South Dakota State yeah. is senior laden. Um, they they are a team that you know is, is a little bit uh, is a little bit hard to predict in the tournament because um, they're really good. Those Jackrabbits up yeah, there. Yeah, I was gonna say they're the Jackrabbits. Yeah, something uh, uh, away. Then you have Gonzaga and UNC Greensboro, yeah. um, Houston and San Diego State. Houston is a dark horse in this in this uh, region as well because they are yes. good. I watched them today. Um, they play they play smart basketball. Um, you know, sometimes they make mental mistakes. If you watch the end of that game against uh, Cincinnati, you'll you'll know what I'm talking about. But yeah. you know, they're a good basketball team. They know how to shoot the ball. Um, they know how to play defense, um, and they'll be a tough out for sure. And then you have the Big Ten champs, Michigan against Montana um, should in, be the, an easy one in the three fourteen. Yeah, Michigan should should lock up that dub. And then you have, I like it's one of the most intriguing matchups. Texas A&M and Providence, mm-hmm. and you know I am by no means a Texas A&M fan, but I do think that they have the talent to make a Final Four run, kind of similar to how South Carolina did last year. Yeah. Out of that seven seed, um, I think they are very good and um, are going to be an incredibly tough out, especially if they make a second round matchup with North Carolina. Um, speaking of North Carolina, you have them in the two fifteen matchup against Lipscomb. So, um, yeah, going through, I think, I think. I see one major upset so far. Um, and I'm looking at South Dakota State and Ohio State. Ohio State hasn't played in, in a week and a half. Um, South Dakota State's coming off um, their conference championship. They ran the table in um, both the regular season and their conference tourney. So um, they're playing good basketball right now, and you know they're going to play. Um, they're going to play tough. Come. That's going to be. They play Ohio State. I think that's the biggest challenge for the Big Ten mm-hmm. teams this year is that they played their conference championship tournament so early yeah. that. They've had so much time off that can really burden and like hinder a team. Yeah, and even 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 the mid majors, you know, finish their conference tourneys, you know, later this week as opposed to last weekend. So, yeah. um, you know, we'll see how we'll see how um, those Big Ten teams, Purdue, Michigan State, Michigan, um, you know, we'll see how they they play um, with, you know, kind of not competing live. Um, 
against another team. You know, you kind of go back to bowl season, um, and you have teams with the month yep. layoff. Um, some of them just don't really show up to play, and some of them come out incredibly motivated. Um, and I want to yeah. see how those Big Ten teams come out and play. Now, I know in that one you've got A&M advancing, but I'm, I'm, you know, while I'm not a fan of Providence per se in Providence College, mm -hmm. I do think they'll be able to pull up the upset over Texas A&M because okay. they, if you look at what they were able to do in their conference tournament, they uh, they had a couple, they had some pretty solid wins over there in the Big East, honestly. They did, they and did. I think they're, I think they're getting hot at the right time. Now, I know they lost in the end, but they took... Um, they took Villanova to the yes, they took they took Villanova overtime and yeah they lost by ten points but I mean that I think that speaks volumes that they were able to play them yeah. on neutral court and take Villanova a team that's as good as Villanova to overtime yeah I, I think that they're going to give A and M a lot of problems and I think I have them advancing to play North Carolina which yeah. is going to be funny as hell for me because now the shoes on the other foot normally it's Arkansas always losing to North Carolina in the mm -hmm. second round now I get to watch Providence College lose North Carolina well golly what if what if uh, they just flipped A and M and Arkansas in the tournament. Well, I would, I would be at that game. Would I would be, I would be there, and I would be rooting for the Hogs wholeheartedly. Would you riot? Would I riot? Yeah. Would you riot? Would you like, would you like to see Tech, Arkansas and North Carolina play again in the second round? Uh, no, I wouldn't. Yeah, I, wouldn't I, I wouldn't. But I would still, you know, I, it was kind of, it was kind of. There was part of my heart was wishing that we'd either end up playing URI or uh, Providence College. I'll be honest with you there. Yeah, um, and you know, look at, looking at North Carolina, they're on a mission to go to their third straight. Um, third straight Final Four, actually their third straight national championship game. Mm -hmm. um, and they have the talent to do so. Joel Berry, Theo Pinson, Luke May, the talent is there. Um, we'll see how if they can put it together. I know they made a good run in the, in the ACC tournament, kind of you know, showed, showed some flashes of you know, dominant basketball like we're accustomed to them playing. Yeah. Um, so we'll see how they play. Um, they kind of have an easier run, though, I feel like, in this region. I feel like this region may be the weakest – um, out of all the other ones, uh, where you know you look at Kansas's and it may be the toughest for sure. Yeah, definitely. I, yeah, you, I mean, you look at the na you look at the names there, and I would give you that. I, I think the West is probably going to be the easiest of them all. And and I don't want to take away anything from the we the teams in the Western region. Um, I do think that they're you know they they deserve to be there in their own right. Um, but it's easier time. for those bigger names to get you. Like, it, yeah. it, they've got an easy, easier path yeah, out of all exactly. the teams that are on there. Exactly. So, yeah, so um, you know, transitioning, we went over every team that's you know, made the tournament. Um, let's see. Let's talk about those, those teams that you know, didn't make it um, and you know, were left off on the bubble. Um, first team, I think, is, comes to mind is um, Oklahoma State. Um, they come to mind for me just because you know, they beat Oklahoma in the conference tourney. They beat Kansas twice. Um, yeah both at home and on the road. Um, <laughs> lost a tough one to Kansas again in the Big 12 tournament. Um, but they, I mean, they have the resume wins in conference. They did not play well enough in non-conference to get in, according to the committee. I, I still think it should have been OK State over Oklahoma, though. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I agree completely. I, if you were going to pick one of those teams in the Big 12, it should have been them. Yeah, and I agree completely. Um, and then you look at, look at Baylor, um, another team left off. They made a run in February. Um, where they look like a lock to get into the tournament. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, uh, if, they, if they had beaten West Virginia in the opening round of the Big 12 tournament, they're probably sitting in the, in the tournament and some, some other at-large team, maybe Syracuse, maybe um, NC State, uh, I don't know, maybe UCLA. They're not, they're not, in, the, they're not in, the, in the dance. So. Yeah. Um, and then you have a couple ACC teams. Notre Dame was a preseason I, top five team. I noticed that. Yeah, they're, they're, 
the Irish fans are going to be very, very upset about this one. They, they will be, and I think they have reason to say, man, this season was just a lost cause just because, you know, their top player, Bonzi Colson, um, he, he got hurt in December, and he mm-hmm. didn't play until the end of February. Yep. Um, so, you know, it makes a difference where, where, when your top player's out. Um, they weren't able to recover. They had, I think they were like 13-4 and four with him in the lineup, and they had a losing record without him. Um, like eight, I think they finished 18-12. and 12, So, um, yeah, tough, tough break for Notre Dame. And then Louisville, um, another ACC team, they just didn't have enough on the resume um, to, to, you know, garner enough attention to, to make it. Well, I'm, I'm personally fine with Louisville not being in the tournament. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Without, I, don't, I don't think uh, – don't they have sanctions anyway? They do. Okay. Yeah. No, they've gotten <laughs> – yeah. They're still dealing with the Patino stuff. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's, and then we have on the other side of the bubble. Um, Syracuse was the last team in, and it seemed like they did just enough to get in. Um, you know, playing the playing game with UCLA. I don't know how UCLA got in over USC when um, USC made that run to the conference title. Yeah. Um, lost to Arizona. Um, and then you have some a couple of SEC teams. You have Bama, who you know snuck in by the skin of their teeth with uh, wins over A and M and Auburn. Um, I think they did just enough early on in the year um, to get in. You know when Colin Sexton was really playing at his best. Yeah. Um, they were they were a really tough team to beat. Uh, and then you look at A and M as well. Um, they weren't really on the bubble, but I feel like they've been a bubble team since since December just because, you know, they had such a hot start and then have been kind of mediocre ever since. Um, yeah, I, I, I will be honest. I was rather surprised that they – That they're know. kind of just like a lock as yeah. a seven seed. I, yeah. I would have really thought they would have been a lower, a much lower seed. I, I agree. Um, and then you look at – you go over to the Big 12. Um, Texas did just enough to get in. Um, they, they, beat, they beat Iowa State to sneak in. They beat West Virginia late in the season to get um, – to, you know – make a statement they beat texas tech at home uh, early on in the year um they they snuck in by um the smallest of margins i feel like and then you have ou who is probably the coldest team in the shouldn't tournament. be in they, shouldn't they be are in. two and eight in their last no. ten no um they rely too much on trey young we've talked about this we've all talked about season. this before <laughs> so um those are some bubble teams that you know that got in and didn't um, let's go. Let's go to our picks. I think. Uh, I think Fun. our listeners would be interested to see uh, what we have as far as brackets go. Okay. Well, do you want to? Uh, you want to start us <laughs> off? Yeah. Yeah. Let's lead us uh, off. Let's lead us off. Yeah. We'll go to the south. Um, we'll just skip straight ahead to the to the Sweet 16. I have Virginia, Arizona, Tennessee, and Cincinnati. Um, I have Arizona beating Kentucky and round two. Virginia over Creighton. Tennessee over Miami, who's um, really good, and then Cincinnati over Texas. But uh, and then. Moving on, I have Virginia over – or no, I don't have Virginia over Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> I have Arizona over Virginia. Uh, I think the sanctions are kind of – or the investigations kind of past them. Um, I think if once you get past Kentucky, you're going to be like, okay, uh, the mindset's going to kind of click with Arizona. They have the best player on this in this bracket, honestly, and DeAndre Ayton. He's the best player in this tournament, arguably. Um, so I think best player over the best team. Um, in this situation, which you know may be a bold prediction, but it's it's the tournament, it's the dance. You get to make those bold picks. Yep, um, that's what it's all about. And then I have Cincinnati over Tennessee, um, and the other and the other side of that bracket, and then Cincinnati over Arizona. I think their defense is too much. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, in my Sweet 16, I've got the Virginia Arizona matchup, and then I've got uh, Miami and Cincinnati. Actually, I do have I do have Miami pulling off uh, pulling off that upset over Tennessee. Minor and, upset. In, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, but I just, 
I, I look at overall what Miami's had to face in the ACC this year, I mm-hmm. mean, resume-wise, and I really think that... They'll I think, be tested. Yeah, yeah, I really think Tennessee will be tested because they're going to, you know, my, I think Miami is good enough, plays good enough yeah. defense yeah. to give them fits. Yeah. And I, I really can see them pulling that up. So, um, you know, in the Elite Eight, I've got Virginia over Arizona moving on. Uh-huh. And then I do have Cincinnati beating Miami in the Sweet 16. And then my pick is uh, Virginia coming out of that uh, out of the South region on top. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's a solid, that's a very solid, uh, solid region. Um, you know, you can't go wrong with with either Cincinnati, Virginia, or even Tennessee or Arizona. Um, all those teams have garnered enough this year. Rick Barnes has done a phenomenal job at Tennessee, um, so I'm absolutely I'm excited to see what he has for them in the tournament. You know, Grant Williams, Admiral Schofield, um, both really solid. Um, you know, kind of hybrid players both play down low but both can shoot the three ball um, and they lead that team really well um, and when they're hot they're good um, mm-hmm. and then Cincinnati plays great defense Arizona DeAndre Ayton Sean Miller you know well coached best player tough they're gonna be tough out um, yeah. and then you know you see Kentucky as a five seed it's kind of weird to not have them moving on to the sweet 16 but you don't have them even winning their opening round game against uh, Davidson. I think Davidson's going to play with a lot of spirit, and I think they're going to come out and sock him in the jaw. The Davidson fighting Steph Curry's. Yeah. <laughs> Funny. Funny. But yeah, okay. uh, that's interesting. Is that is that your biggest upset so far? Yeah. That is, in, in the entire tournament, that's my biggest that's upset. That's your biggest upset. Because I think okay. so many people are going to say, anyhow, this is kudos to them. They did beat a very good Tennessee team today to win the SEC mm-hmm. tournament, you know, and that's – they seem to be playing much better now. Um, they're playing they, better the last yeah, three weeks. Exactly. So, you know, they're getting hot, and I, that, that's fine and everything. I just I think too many people are banking on Kentucky doing way too well in this tournament, and I don't see it happening. So, we'll see. Yeah. So you Bring have, on the haterade. You, you know, you may <laughs> see some haterade if we have any big Blue Nation fans in, uh, listening. Uh, but, so you have Virginia going to the Final Four. I have Cincinnati. Uh, let's transition on over to these. Who you got? Okay, uh, well, in the Sweet 16 for them, I've got Villanova and West Virginia and then Texas Tech and Arkansas. So, yes, for all the Hogs fans out there, I do have Arkansas beating Purdue in the round of 32 and moving on. I I will say that. But that that Arkansas-Texas Tech matchup will be a fun one, I think, Mm -hmm. if you're a Texas Tech fan. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be... I'll be completely honest. I have uh, I have Texas Tech over Arkansas in the Sweet 16. Heart, uh, you know, heartbreak Hogs. I can't. I just. I think Texas Tech is too loaded, and I, I think they're gonna. It's gonna be a big challenge if they can get past if Arkansas can get past Purdue to play Texas Tech and win. Uh, and then on top of that, I do have West Virginia beating Villanova, and so I've got a, you know Big 12 rematch here in the Elite Eight between West Virginia and Texas Tech. With West Virginia pulling it out and moving on to the Final Four, that's yeah, that's a pretty interesting bracket for sure. Pretty interesting region. I have Villanova and Wichita State, so I have your Final Four team losing in the second round. Um, yep. So I have Villanova and Wichita State, and then I also have Tech and Arkansas. Um, I do think Arkansas matches up really well with Purdue, um, but you know we'll see. I think um, I think you know the senior the senior laden teams. You know, so you have. Villanova, you have West Virginia who has a lot of seniors. You have Wichita State who has a lot of seniors. Texas Tech has a lot of seniors. Yeah. Florida has a lot of seniors. Like this this is an experienced side. Purdue, Arkansas both have a lot of seniors. So you know they're they're this this bracket's loaded. Um, I, I like you gotta look at the matchups and I think Arkansas matches up better with Purdue. I think Tech matches up better with Florida. 
I think Wichita State matches up really well with West Virginia and Villanova is yeah. Villanova. So, no, I mean, um, I, and I could easily see Wichita State beating West Virginia. That was probably one of my harder picks to make in, oh, this, yeah. in, in this region, um, yeah. to be completely honest with you. But I think if they can – if West Virginia can get past Wichita State, I think they've got a great chance to make it to that Final Four from there. Yeah. They've, you know, I mean, they've been having to play tough teams all season, just like a lot of mm-hmm. these other, you know, that's not, I'm not discrediting Villanova's strength of schedule or anything like that, but I think West Virginia, I could totally see West Virginia pulling off the upset and beating yeah, Villanova. Yeah, in that I, could, I could see it as well. And I think, um, I think moving on, moving on, we have, in my Elite Eight, I have Villanova and Texas Tech. And then I also have uh, Villanova winning the region and um, coming out on top over over everybody else, the remaining 15 teams. Yeah. Uh, I think Jay Wright is a phenomenal coach. Jalen Brunson is one of the best basketball players in the country. Um, so we'll, uh, we'll we'll see. We'll see how this plays out. But I think Villanova has, uh, has a great opportunity to make it to the Final Four for sure. Definitely. Um, yeah, and it's all about the matchups. I think I think Jalen Brunson is a matchup problem for, for any anybody um, trying to play Villanova. So um, we'll see how that goes for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, moving on down to the Midwest, uh, easily the fun, the fun region, <laughs> easily the toughest bracket to pick. Um, there are so many different variables. Um, I have Kansas and Clemson in the uh, in the Sweet 16, and okay. then I have Michigan State and Duke on the other side in the Sweet 16. Oh, um, yeah, big big. Uh, no surprises really, um, as far as you know those those um, the first round games. I have Kansas over Kansas, Seton Hall, Clemson, Auburn, TCU, Michigan State. I have Oklahoma over Rhode Island. Um, I think Boo. I think Trey Young's going to show up. I think it's I think he poses a matchup problem for Rhode Island, um, but I do think Rhode Island is really good and they deserve to be in as an at large. So um, we'll see. We'll see. I want, I think Oklahoma is going to prove themselves and they say, hey, we, we kind of deserve to play in the tournament. Um, but again, yeah. I have them losing to Duke in the second round anyway. Yeah. Um, I don't think if I had Rhode Island, I think I'd have Duke winning in anyway. Um, well. I have to agree with you on that one yeah. because I do have Rhode Island beating Choklahoma. Okay, let me just state that. They, I told you before, they're relying too much on Trey Young, and I think that's going to bite him in the ass. All right, I do. Yeah, I can say that. It's my podcast. I can say that. You can say whatever okay. you want. Um, <laughs> so I've got Rhode Island advancing and playing Duke in the second round, mm-hmm. and then I'm getting crushed by Duke. <laughs> Sorry, you are right. I, I hate to say that part, but that's. If you think you're getting out of there and beating Duke, that's that's insanity to me. So, um, but I agree with you as far as my sweet 16s here. Duke and Michigan State. Even if the seating had been flipped, like we talked about, like I thought it should have been, where Michigan State was the two and Duke was the three, per se, I still would have had them playing each other. And I have Michigan State coming out on top of that one. Yeah, I do too. I have Kansas and Michigan State in the Elite Eight. Mm-hmm. I have Michigan State taking it. I think I think they're better. I think. Miles Bridges is the best player on the court. Um, I think uh, I think Tom Izzo is going to outcoach Bill Self. Yep. Um, I, I just I just see Michigan State making a run. I think this is their year to do it. I um, I agree with you so, on there. So you know, three out of the four teams I have Cincinnati, Villanova, Michigan State. Um, who do you have in finishing out the Midwest? You have Michigan State as well. I do. I do. Yep. I have Michigan State beating Kansas. And so we have, are we are in agreement on that. Yeah. One. Yeah. And you have you have another five twelve. You have. New Mexico State over Clemson. I do. I do have you the Aggies. Fighting Aggies and New I do. Mexico State. Okay. Yeah, that's that's another upset, but I'm not. I wouldn't be as surprised in that one. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we can transition on over to the West. Um, I have Xavier and Gonzaga, and then I have Houston and North Carolina in my Sweet 16. Great, great minds think alike. I've got the exact you same matchup there. I do have South Dakota State over Ohio State. Um, 
And then I do have A&M over Providence. You probably have Providence. I do have Providence. You Homer. Oh, no. I don't like... <laughs> I don't like the Friars. <laughs> I want this to be known and documented. I do not like the Providence College Friars. I haven't since we played them up in PC back in the 90s, and people still give us crap for that. Okay? So, no. I don't like PC. I do think they're better than Texas A&M. I do. I'll say that. I don't. I think Texas A&M is more talented. Okay. I think Texas A&M's got a legitimate shot to make a run. Um, but at the same time, I have North Carolina winning the region. I think... Um, I think their matchup in the Sweet 16 with Houston is going to be a really good game. I think Gonzaga and Xavier is going to be a phenomenal game. I have Xavier losing to Gonzaga, by the way. And we have a national championship rematch in the Elite Eight. Wow. We, are our brackets exactly the same? I feel like they are. They pretty much are. Yeah, I've got, so in the Sweet 16, I've got Xavier and Gonzaga in Houston, North Carolina. I've got Gonzaga upsetting Xavier. And then I've got North Carolina beating Houston. And then North Carolina winning the region. So, so our Final Four, I have... Cincinnati, North Carolina, Villanova, Michigan State. Who do you got going to the national championship? I have North Carolina, Michigan State. Same. <laughs> oh, man. And you have Michigan State winning. I so do. do I. I have Michigan State winning the whole thing. Well, you know what, John? Great minds think alike, and I, I, I think this is. I think this is a. I think both of those teams have a legitimate shot. I, I agree. I agree. If um, I had, I will say, out of all of them, though, North Carolina has the easiest road to the Final Four. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, so, you know, those are our brackets. What do you think about some dark horses? I have, I have four dark horses um, that, you know, may or may not make a run. Um, I have Houston. I think Houston's so good, and I think if they can, you know, Ralph Sampson's led team, yeah. I think if they can put it together, they're going to be tough to beat. They are tough to beat anyway. They can shoot the ball well. Um, you know, if they can get past Michigan and get past North Carolina, I think they'll go to the Final Four. I think whoever comes out of that bottom half of that region goes to the Final Four. Yeah. Um, so, with that said, I also have Texas A&M as one of my dark horses. Boo. You know, I, I don't like A&M. You know that. <laughs> I know you don't, but still. <laughs> Growing up a Texas fan, you hate A&M. Being here in Arkansas, you hate A&M. You learn to hate them. Um, sorry, Aggies. You all kind of just suck. Um, but they do. They are talented. And, you know, <laughs> DJ Hogue, Tyler Davis, uh, Admin Gilder, they're good, and they're senior heavy. Or actually, they're not senior heavy. They're junior heavy with some seniors mixed in. Um, but they're good, and I think they can make a run. And then uh, a couple other. I have Texas Tech out um, in the East. I wouldn't be surprised if they go win that region. Keenan Evans is a beast, and if he's healthy, yeah, they're tough to beat. Um, and you know, they, I think I already have them in the in the Elite Eight. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they just make a Final Four run. And then I also have Cincinnati. They're one of my Final Four teams, but I don't think enough people talk about them. Um, I think they're really good and, you know, have a legitimate shot to, to make a run to the, both the Final Four and the National Championship. They're, they're good. Um, so, yeah, those are some dark horses for me. What about you? Um, you know, I'm kind of on the same mindset as far as Houston. I think, I think they'll be able to do uh, pull it out and move on. Uh, I, don't, I still don't believe they're good enough to beat North Carolina. But if they were to pull off that upset, I mean, you know, who knows? Maybe North Carolina's having an off day or something like that. Then, yeah, I think they've got a great shot to go to the Final Four. Um, really, there's not, you know, I'm kind of on par with you with everything except for the A&M. Um, I would say watch out for Arkansas. You know, I, and that's not just me being a homer. I think if they really can get past Purdue, the sky's kind of the limit in that region. Yeah. I, I think, you know, especially if... I know you've got Villanova moving on, you know, in, in your bracket. But if 
let's say, you know, if everything falls into place for Arkansas, they, they could have a chance to go far and pull like what South Carolina did last year, honestly. They're, they do have the talent on the team, and they've got a lot of senior leadership that has experience from playing last year, too, on top of that, which is really going to help out. And, you know, if um, Gafford shows up, too, I mean, he's – think about it. He's playing for his draft stock at this point, yep. too. And, and I think he will want to do more in this tournament. I think he's really going to show up and show out. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that will be that will be huge. Because this is the biggest stage, and you know all the scouts are going to be watching yeah. every game. Every game. So I would really watch out for Arkansas as possibly a dark horse up there in, uh, in the eastern region. And then I don't have any dark horses coming out of the Midwest. I think it's just straight up going to be Michigan State. I think, I, they're, I think they're good enough. And then even the South, it's – it's going to come down to Virginia and Cincinnati. I think both of those teams are good enough to well, do Well, I have Arizona, so... Well, okay, fine. You've got Arizona. I still think they're going to be thrown off without their head coach. I think that's going to be... He's there. He's, he's there. there? Yeah, he's... Oh, well, well. Remember, I, I, I rescinded my him being fired last week. Yeah, you did. You did do that. That is Sean correct. Sean Miller's I, there. I think I think uh, I think they're going to I think they're going to want to prove something. Right. Say, hey, let's go win a national championship. And, and then, then we can have it vacated. Yeah, and then get it taken away. Yay! Um, well, good for them. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I agree. I think I think uh, I think I think we can make a run. Us Hawks can make a run. I think, uh, but I do think this is Michigan State's tournament to lose. Honestly, They're, they they have They're been so a, they've been a top four team all year. Um, they've been the number one team uh, ranked this year. Um, They're very talented and have one of the best coaches in college basketball. So yeah. But yeah, I would, uh, I would agree with you there. So let's talk. Uh, let's talk upset alert. Here now. To the uh, top five. Yep, that's that's your top five. That that is the top five. Sorry, this is the this is the top five of the week. Brought to you by Bugsies, where we're uh, of course, as always, recording here mm-hmm. our uh, official home for the Mardian Mandate. Yep. Bugsies, let's drink about it. So uh, for the top five, John, you've got upset alerts. I've got some upsets. Uh, I think let's go let's go from five to one. Okay. Um, so I think the first upset alert, um, and I know I just talked about them, but I have Buffalo over Arizona. As a potential upset alert, um, you know you, you have all the NCAA investigation going around. Um, you have DeAndre Ayton, who you know could be checked out. He's like, mm, I'm going to go get my money in the NBA. Not necessarily <laughs> have to worry about it. I think there's a lot of variables that play into it. But I think Buffalo is good enough to beat Arizona. Um, so I think that's that's one option. My number four. These, you know, it's tough to pick upsets in, in a bracket that's actually really well balanced. Yeah. I think Texas over Nevada, as as far as seeding goes. Um, would be an upset, but I don't think it would be an upset um, based on the talent level of the teams. I think I think Texas Texas probably beats them, um, but I think you know technically that's an upset based on the seeding. I think the number three upset to look at is Murray State over West Virginia. Those racers are good, um, and you know West Virginia has has been known to, to not play well in the tournament. Um, so you know I wouldn't be surprised if they if they um, if they follow the Murray State. Um, in that first round, okay. In All first right. round, yeah. And I'm just looking at first round upsets. I'm not moving on to, you know, anything, sure. anything deeper because you you don't know. We can we can talk about um, round three and four upsets, you know, next week. Um, but and then I have my second, my number two upset, one that I think will definitely happen. Um, I have Oklahoma over Rhode Island, and I know you hate it, you hate it, but yeah. I think Trey Young shows up. I think. I think uh, I think Oklahoma plays closer to what they what they were playing early on in the season, mm-hmm. um, but you know I think Trey Young's going to be the guy that, that loves the lights in front of him, and he's gonna he's gonna play well. Um, well, I think you're wrong, but that's just me. That's yeah. And then 
my number one upset to watch this year is, uh, at least in round one, is South Dakota State over Ohio State. Yep. I think the Jackrabbits are good. Um, they've been here before. They know how to play in the tournament. Um, Ohio State not necessarily does. Um, they're young. Um, they didn't make the tournament last year, so you know we could see we could see potentially uh, a some, team nerves. That, some, some nerves, some nerves, there. some nerves, and then um, you know another team sitting in South Dakota State playing with kind of reckless abandon. You know they they're gonna they're gonna want to they're gonna want to take a shot at Goliath. So yeah, I think those are you know top five upsets to lock, to watch um, come round one. Good, I would say you know I. Those are all very reasonable that you could say that. I think my the one I'd throw in there is definitely, which I said before, New Mexico State over Clemson. I Fair think enough. that's I think that's got a potential for upset written all over it. Honestly. Fair enough. I uh, think uh, I think a big thing uh, to watch um, as far as that goes is Clemson has been tested in the ACC. Mm-hmm. They performed well. There, I don't think they'll they'll see as much pressure as some other five twelves um, would see. Sure. Um, and then you, you you don't want to throw in Kentucky Davidson in your top five upset? Yeah, I do. I, I yeah. Well, because you know this is going to sound blasphemous, and people are going to make fun of me for this one. But I do think Davidson can give Kentucky some problems. I think they're going to go into that with a big head, and I think that's I, I think it's going to be an ego problem because you know what? they're going in hot. That's true, but I would still you know I would say use caution if you're Kentucky. I don't. I wouldn't take anyone for granted because what does Davidson, a team like Davidson, have to lose? Nothing. Nothing. Exactly. Exactly. So, so yeah. you know. <laughs> you get those teams that have a chance to take down Goliath. They're gonna they're gonna make the yep. most of it. So yeah, give them the rock. Yeah, I, I, I like I like the the potential upsets. I'm not sure where all these teams like where the upsets will fall this year. Those are my best guesses, um, but you never know in the tournament. Yeah. So and most of those games we we don't have those teams being upset. But exactly. <laughs> um, you know that's there's potential there for sure. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, we can move on to my pitch if you would like. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's move on to Fitch's pitch. What do you got for us? Yeah, so I'm just going to throw out some names for some players to watch in the tournament. I think uh, the first name, um, and I think a lot of people are going to want to pay attention, is Gary Clark at Cincinnati. I mentioned him earlier on in the show. He's the AAC Player of the Year. He is the AAC Defensive Player of the Year. Yep. He is an all-around talent that makes it – he's a matchup nightmare for teams. Um, and, you know, he's going to be the guy to watch in that, in that East region. Um, is that the East region? South region. The South yeah. region, sorry. Um, and then, um, you know, you move on down over to the Midwest. You have players like Devontae Graham and Miles Bridges um, at Kansas and Michigan State, respectively. I think those two guys are, you know, they're National Player of the Year candidates, um, and they're going to be uh, the guys that if, they, if, they, uh, if, if their teams make a run, these are going to be the guys that, that cause that, that run. So, yeah. Um, I think I think you know those are two big names. Um, you go over to the what are we in the South, the East. Yep. We were in the East. Um, so you look at Keenan Evans and, and at Texas Tech. He had a toe injury late in February. Hasn't been 100% yet, um, but he's the key to Texas Tech making a run. Yeah. Um, so I think I think if he's healthy and he he plays um, how he played throughout the entire season up until his injury, Texas Tech's going to be tough to beat. Um, and then you look at all the freshmen that are in the tournament. You have DeAndre Ayton at Arizona. Marvin Bagley at Duke, Mo Bamba at Texas, Daniel Gafford here at Arkansas. Yep. Um, Trey Young. You know those freshmen are gonna—they're gonna be the lights are gonna be on them. Um, I want to see how they perform. Yeah, that's true, and that's you know one thing that the scouts will be looking at. How do you you know how do you stand the test of the pressure? Exactly. You know, and those are all potentially you know lottery picks too. So yeah. 
Um, so I want to see I want to see uh, how they perform in this tournament. I'm I'm going to be very sad when Gafford goes. I'm not going to lie. You know, on, on a person known as an Arkansas fan, that's mm-hmm. you know, I really. I think he's good enough to go now. That's absolutely true. But I also think he probably could stand to use another year. Of just you know, uh, fine tuning. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. That's the phrase I'm looking for. Thank you. That's yeah. That's why we work so well together, John. You exactly. you, you help compliment me and my dumbassness. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, that kind of wraps it up for my pitch this week. Um, there you go. I'm excited for this tournament. It's, it's going to be. be it is going to be a lot of fun. And uh, you know, we're uh, we'll move on here to the question of the week. You know, brought to you by Bugsies as always. So the Bugsy's question of the week this week is, who do you have winning it all? For the record, we want you, please, send us your brackets. We want to see yeah, all the different kind of brackets. A, let's make a group on, on ESPN. Do you have an ESPN account? Yeah. Let's make a, let's make a group on ESPN. Um, I say, um, if you submit your name on your bracket, if your name is the bracket, and you win our bracket pool, what? We, how about we each chip in $10 for like a Starbucks gift card? Uh, yeah, sure. We can do that. Yeah. We'll chip... We'll chip in debt. The Starbucks gift card part is negotiable. We'll see. Uh, yeah, you know, we'll, exactly. It doesn't have to be coffee. A it gift might, card. It can be a gift card. There we go. We'll do a gift card. Yep. We If you win. $20 gift card of your choice. Yep. You'll get a $20 gift card of your choice. That is fair. I will do that. Yep. This will be the first This will be the first prize contest that we've had on the show. First prize contest. There I plan go. on winning our anyway, first, so I'll, Our uh, first special and the first prize contest, I mean, like, this is just an awesome day. Yeah. This is an awesome day. It's a historical day for yeah. our show. Yeah, so if, if you don't listen, you're not going to know. Exactly. So to do this, though, you need to like us on Facebook, and you need to follow us on Twitter. Okay? So please be sure to do that. On Twitter, it's at Marty and Mandate. And then on Facebook, just search the Marty and Mandate. Because, honestly, if you're not listening, I don't know how you're going to get any of this information anyway. But, exactly. you know, you need to just do us a favor and you can just like the page on Facebook especially it's probably the biggest one we're going to ask because mm-hmm. we will be checking to see if you like the Facebook page yeah and then so. at the same time you only get one bracket for our group yep so. that's exactly it yeah we're not doing that was my other part two question of the week which was how many brackets are you going to fill out for our contest you're only filling out one but just in general I'm always curious to see how many whack jobs there are out there that fill out hundreds many, of brackets how many do you usually fill out I do about three you three? I do about three. I think last year I hit 20. But at the same time, I did so many different variables. Like, I had, like, a homer bracket where I had Arkansas winning. But, like, the one that I truly care about the most is the first one I fill out. Yep. So, I, and that's that was the that one I did the best in last year, too. Yep. I picked North Carolina in one whole thing, so. Yep, um, exactly. So, we will open up. <laughs> excuse me. Voice crack there. Wow. Okay, all right, then. A little ladylike, maybe. Um, we will go ahead and we'll open up the page on ESPN and, uh, We'll get it going. We will post that on Facebook as soon as it's up so you guys can go and click the link and uh, put in your entries and everything. It's going to be, you know, be a good time. Hopefully you win a $20 uh, gift card of your choosing. So, you know, like I said, please remember to go and, uh, you know, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and then be sure to absolutely subscribe on iTunes. Just search the Marty and Mandy in the podcast section. We do this every week. Special shout-out to Bugsies, as always, for allowing us to uh, continue to have these here. And uh, if you're ever in Fayetteville, please stop by. We always do this. We were a little later start today because of the selection show, mm-hmm. needing to get our brackets figured out. But uh, every Sunday we go live about 6.30, and we record here, and then podcast is available by Tuesday. So, yeah. you know, be sure to uh, give us a subscription there on iTunes. And uh, that's what we got for you this week. So, John, yeah. it's been a fun episode, as always. I know you're... He's super excited, I'm folks. Excited. He's got a grin from uh, ear to ear. He's just this is 
one of his favorite times of year, and it's one of mine too. If you're if you're a fan of sports in general, I don't know how you can't watch the basketball games. I mean, that's just I think it's sacrilegious if you call yourself a sports fan and you're not watching this part at least. That's why you take two days off of work, like me. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Well, okay. You could do that. Excuse me. Had Arkansas been playing in Dallas, I would have been taking two days off too. I can tell you that much. But didn't get the luck of the draw. Well, that's all we got for you this week, folks. Thank you so much. We appreciate you continuing to follow us and uh, like us and listen to us as always. And uh, remember to submit those picks online. As soon as we get it up on Facebook, go in there and fill out those brackets. And uh, we'll catch you next time. We're off. Good night. Good night.